everyone, thank you for tuning in to SNC Adventures Talk It Out. My name is Paige and today I'm here with Michaela. Hi. So Michaela, when and where did you study abroad? I studied abroad in the Dominican Republic last spring of 2018. Very nice. And what was your experience like? I lived with the host family. It was a mom and her like 26 year old daughter mm -hmm. um, and then I took classes at the local university which was um, less than a mile away so I would walk there every day. Um, I took five classes, four of them were in Spanish and I had one class in English. Okay. Um, so a nice balance. I think only one of them was with Dominican students though. Okay. Um, so yeah, to get into that class we had to take like a Spanish placement exam mm. that said we could be with other Spanish-speaking students in that class. So. Mm -hmm. What was that experience like, taking the majority of your classes in Spanish? For me, it was something that I really enjoyed. Um, mm -hmm. I've liked my classes here at SNC in Spanish, but always wished that um, I could maybe do a little bit more. Mm -hmm. So having that experience where everything was in Spanish, I really liked it, especially being in the Dominican Republic where everything around me was in Spanish. Mm -hmm. So. It was kind of cool to just like go to class and have everything be like the same. Mm -hmm. um, it kind of like aligned with your experience mm -hmm. outside of the classroom. Yeah, yeah. Especially because sometimes like since everything was in Spanish, we found ourselves like talking in English with the other students in the program. Mm -hmm. So like when we were in class, that was the time where we had to talk in Spanish to each other. Okay. Um, so yeah, it really just helped me like adjust culturally to like what was happening and like learn from other students about like Dominican slang and like Dominican ways of speaking. Mm -hmm. And you said you had to take a placement test to get into that class with Dominican students. Mm -hmm. Is that just how your program works or um, yeah? Yeah. So everyone took the placement test within like the first week of getting there. Mm -hmm. So one of the classes we took was like a Spanish language class. Mm -hmm. So that determined like which level of Spanish we would be in. Okay. Um, I was in the highest one, so that meant that I could go into any other classes that the university offered. Hmm. I ended up only doing one of them though, because the other one that I tried seemed really too difficult for mm -hmm. me. Okay. And I decided that I would rather um, spend my time in other ways and other classes that I would enjoy mm -hmm. and that could transfer back to SNC easily. Okay. So, yeah. What motivated you to choose to go to the Dominican Republic? Yeah, so I chose the Dominican Republic because I've always liked Latin America mm -hmm. um, and Central America. I don't. I was never really interested in going to Spain. Okay. I thought that I've seen a lot of people go to Spain and like travel around Europe, but that wasn't something that I wanted to do. Yeah. One because I just didn't have the money to travel around, but two because I think I enjoy like the cultures more in Latin America mm -hmm. and it's such a mix there that like that's what I've grown up learning about so mm -hmm. that's what I preferred and sure. I have never been to the Dominican Republic so I chose that program partially for that reason but also because they had a service learning program okay um, so what was your service learning course like so in my service learning course we were given a list of different community partners that they had worked with in the past um, so we spent what well, the first week um, visiting these places okay. and deciding where we would want to serve. We had a requirement to do I think 25 hours of service during the semester. Um, 
so not too much, maybe like two hours a week. Mm -hmm. um, I ended up choosing to go to a local school um, where I helped in the second grade classroom as like a teacher's aide, kind of working with students who were behind grade level, um, giving them one-on-one -on -one attention and kind of hanging out with all the kids at recess and playing with them mm -hmm. that way. So yeah, we did that in the community and then on like in class times we learned more about the Dominican Republic itself and um, kind of like strategies that we could bring to our service experience. And then mm -hmm. we did a project at the end tying in like what we learned and recommendations for our community partners and mm. kind of like giving them feedback in that way. Okay, cool. So you had like in class time but mm -hmm. also your service on top yeah. of that. Yeah, so that class only met once a week so that we had mm -hmm. time to serve outside of it. Mm -hmm. so, yeah. And what was that experience like working in the schools? Um, it was interesting. I, it was me and another girl that went almost weekly together, mm -hmm. but we had to first like find a way to get there, so we took like public transportation there, mm -hmm. which is kind of just a car that they pack with a lot of people. Mm -hmm. So it was different than like where I would normally go. I usually wouldn't go that way by myself. Um, so that was interesting, and then like interacting with kids, I've always enjoyed, especially in Spanish, because they like aren't afraid to talk to you, and they're like also not afraid to correct you. Which sometimes is like I know Spanish and I can speak it well, but then they make fun of you for like how you say a word or something. So mm -hmm. that was fun, and they always like <laughs> to joke around and like play games. Mm -hmm. So I really liked that part of it. Mm -hmm. I started off in an older classroom of like eighth graders. Mm -hmm. um, and then sat in a second grade classroom randomly, and I liked that one a lot better. So mm -hmm. I stayed there. Um, the kids had workbooks that they were working out of and just like frequently copied things off of the boards. Mm -hmm. So there are two students that I usually worked with. We, like when we did math, they didn't know what was written on the board or like how to do the math. So it was mm -hmm. a lot of like me trying to work with them and like show them different ways to count and kind of help in that way because um, the class just kind of moved really fast through that and they weren't able to like process in the same way that everyone else was. Mm. Yeah. What do you think like helped prepare you most for I guess integrating into the culture in general like either that be like through the Spanish language or like just mm -hmm. able to adapt and transition? Mm -hmm. I think one thing that helped me a lot was I went to a Spanish immersion elementary school so okay. everything I learned from kindergarten through sixth grade was in Spanish mm. so I already had a large language background which helped a lot and I wasn't afraid to like go up to my host mom and just talk to her in Spanish and like have that conversation mm -hmm. which also helps having like I'd been to two other Spanish-speaking countries prior to that mm -hmm. so I had a little like taste of it but I've never stayed there for like an extended period of time mm -hmm. so I think that helped a little bit um, yeah I guess as far as the transition piece like um, I live far away from St. Norbert so mm -hmm. that like helped with moving to a different country for study abroad mm -hmm. but it's different being like on an island than five hours away from home <laughs> so yeah yeah that was a little bit harder so <laughs> Mm -hmm. What do you think was most challenging for you during your time abroad? Good question. Um, I think it was hard at some times to like, 
try to be present in my time abroad and also like wanting to keep up with people back home mm -hmm. um, especially since I was the only one of my friends abroad during that time so everyone else was still here at St. Norbert and back at home in Minnesota like living mm -hmm. their lives and I was there also living mine but like I wanted to learn about what they were doing and share what I was doing without like without like I don't know imposing myself on them or like seeming like I was bragging but I also did want to share because it, it was really cool what I was doing mm -hmm. so it was hard to like balance that and like be away from everybody mm -hmm. um, And you are very involved in Dance Marathon as well. Mm -hmm. Did that kind of impact your experience, do you think? A little bit. So what was really nice about Dance Marathon and my other like involvements on campus, with mm -hmm. the Sturzel Center especially, um, they had someone to fill my position while I was gone. Mm -hmm. So like Dance Marathon, we had an interim co-president, and okay. with the Sturzel Center, they hired someone for the spring. So I wasn't really doing anything for those two positions while I was abroad. Okay. So I kind of was able to be fully present there, which at some times I, like, missed having a job to go to work to, or, like, mm -hmm. consistent meetings, because I would go to school, and then I would come home and just, like, hang out and work on my homework mm -hmm. outside of my, like, service commitments, yeah. but, yeah, it was really nice to, like, just be there and know that they could take care of things mm -hmm. back on campus without me having to do, like, two kind of jobs, especially from really far away. Yeah, no, that's good. Um... What do you think you learned the most about yourself? I think that question has been something that like I've been trying to process while coming back. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know that I've like fully found an answer yet. Okay. I think like I still think about my experience a lot abroad and like how I can apply it here. Um, but I don't know if I have like one huge takeaway. I think there's like a lot of little different things, hmm. um, like. I learned how valuable my Spanish was in, like, communicating with people. A lot of the other students in my, like, group didn't have as high level of Spanish, so, like, if we went on a trip, I was usually one of the people that was, like, communicating with locals or, like, asking questions. Mm -hmm. um, not because they couldn't do it, but just because sometimes there was, like, a little bit of a language barrier. So mm -hmm. that was something that I did that, like... Um, hopefully translates into my like future career just mm -hmm. like the confidence and skills to interact with people wherever needed mm -hmm. um, and so you mentioned that you went on some trips and stuff was that mostly within the Dominican Republic or what were like some of your weekend travels or things yeah. that you did a lot of our weekend trips were planned by the program which was really nice oh really um yeah what program so, were you with like was it a third party it was it's called CIE okay I think there's two E's. Mm -hmm. yeah. um, so they work with the school and with our universities to like coordinate everything. Mm -hmm. So Ryan is the coordinator's name. Um, he was actually in the program himself and then moved to the Dominican Republic to like take this job hmm. eventually. So he knows all of the great spots to visit in the Dominican Republic and has really like um, invested time into building those relationships. Mm -hmm. So some of our weekend trips were like going to a coffee plantation or going like whitewater rafting um, with people that they've known for a long time. Mm -hmm. So they planned a lot of trips like that. We visited um, Samana, which is on one of the coasts, and had a nice weekend getaway there in kind of like a different part of the country. Mm -hmm. um, so they planned a lot of things like that. Also like excursions to museums. 
on the Capitol where we got like tours, which we wouldn't have been able to do by ourselves. Um, other like weekend trips that we did as just like students without um, the help of Ryan in the program, we went to one of the beaches a lot. So it was mm -hmm. like two hours away by bus, which isn't okay. bad. It was really cheap. Mm -hmm. um, and just kind of like spent time on the beach, spent a weekend there. Mm -hmm. um, I went to Haiti one weekend. Um, so Ryan, the coordinator, is married to a Dominican woman who started like a travel company. Okay. Um, so she takes trips to like Haiti, Colombia, other places. So she coordinated everything mm -hmm. for a weekend in Haiti on the northern coast, um, which is absolutely beautiful. Very cool. Yeah, like huge coral reefs. Amazing. Wow. Loved it. Did you go yeah. like snorkeling or diving? Yeah. We went. Well, they took us out on a boat, and I like. One of the first things I did in the Dominican Republic was buy a snorkel, because mm -hmm. I was like, this is great, I need to do this in the ocean, so, <laughs> uh -huh. yeah, I brought my snorkel with to Haiti, um, it was great, I loved it, we went there, we went to an old, like, fort, um, and had, like, a tour, at the fort they said you could either, like, walk up or take a horse, and I was like, I can totally walk, oh no, it was, <laughs> <laughs> it was a long walk, I should have taken a horse, it was a lot of work. Uh-huh. Yeah, very sweaty, but <laughs> yeah, it was really fun. I learned a lot of, like, history at that place, mm -hmm. at the fort. Um, it, Haiti was, like, the second wor second nation to be freed okay. um, from slavery, so, like, really um, stuff that, like, you don't really learn a lot about, especially yeah. in, like, the U.S. Mm -hmm. education system, so, yeah. Mm -hmm. That's very cool. Mm -hmm. I'm glad you got the opportunity to travel both within your country and outside. Um, were your travels and stuff mostly with inter other international students then? Yeah, mm -hmm. um, it was, yes, mostly international students. Um, Ryan sometimes invited, um, like, students from the university where we went mm -hmm. um, to join us. They were kind of like our guides or like um, ambassador students almost so mm -hmm. they were with us the first week and like showed us around campus they taught us a dance class that first week so like we knew them mm -hmm. um, so they sometimes came with us on the excursions and just kind of like acted as another person for us to ask questions to mm -hmm. um, but otherwise it was largely just from students from my program that we mm -hmm. traveled with okay and how were you able to kind of document your your study abroad experience? Um, yeah, so I took a lot of photos and videos while I was abroad. Mm -hmm. um, I used this one app called One Second Every Day okay. um, a lot, so that I learned about before I went and I tried to um, use it before, so like during the school year you take like for the app, you take one second of footage like a day and then it compiles it for you okay. automatically in the app. Mm -hmm. um, I tried using it before and just kind of never made it through a month or whatever without like consistently taking things. Mm -hmm. And when I went abroad I knew that was something that I wanted to like really try to do to remember my experience was to document one second every day mm -hmm. of my time there. So I had the app again. Um, I set up like reminders from it so that I would like try to remember mm -hmm. every day to get that like one second at least of footage um some days 
I didn't get a second, so there's a couple where it's maybe just pictures or, mm-hmm. like, a second of footage from a different day, but it was really nice once I got home to be able to share that with family and friends, mm-hmm. um, especially when everyone's asking, like, the question about, like, how was your time abroad? Like, what did you do? <laughs> mm-hmm. And I'm like, well, how am I supposed to put three months into, like, two sentences or something? Like, I want to share more. Yeah. So being able to, like, share the video with them and say, like, this specific moment in the video is when, like, we went to a waterfall or, like, these kinds of experiences is really cool for me to, like, remember mm-hmm. what happened um, and then share it with everyone else and kind of, like, share with everyone in my program, like, what we did together during our time. Mm-hmm. That's super cool. Yeah, I really liked it. <laughs> yeah, and, like, it takes a lot of dedication, mm-hmm. too, to, like, yeah. remember and actually uh-huh. take it. And... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> It was cool. Our Ryan, the program coordinator, again, was really into photography and stuff. Okay. So he usually brought a drone with him wherever oh. we went on trips. So, like, there's some cool videos that I don't have, but, like, that he took of us from, like, way high up or, like, other Ooh. fun things. So, mm-hmm. yeah, he was super, like, into photography and really high tech. And, like, mm-hmm. he commented on my video after I posted it, like, nice work. <laughs> You're, this is really cool. And I was like, oh, I'm so touched. You're like, a professional. And, <laughs> getting a compliment from you. Hey, yeah. that's so cool. Yeah, it was really <laughs> fun to make. <laughs> what would you recommend to students who are interested in going abroad, either specifically to the DR or just in general? I think I would recommend to do research about the programs that you're interested in, or even if it's just like preliminary research about going abroad in general. Mm-hmm. Um, I made a lot of spreadsheets when I was (laughs) starting the process of, like, what I wanted from a country and, like, what courses I wanted to transfer back to SNC especially, Mm -hmm. um, just so I, like, knew to look out for that. Um, I like to plan ahead and do a lot of research so that I hopefully have an easier time when I'm there, so Mm -hmm. that's something that I would recommend. Um, I also think, like, knowing finding a program that's right for you is something that I really valued because mm-hmm. um, I knew I could have gone to Spain and maybe been with friends but I would rather have an experience in a country um, that I enjoyed going to and that I um, was able to kind of like be myself in instead of knowing other people from St. Norbert and kind of hanging out with them. So was anyone else from St. Norbert um, in the DR at the same time as you? Yeah, Josie Rolfs was there with me. Um, we actually didn't know each other before we went. Okay. Um, we had a mutual friend, and we've both done trips together. I learned yesterday that we had the same major. Um, <laughs> yeah. I was like, how did we go without having classes together until this year? And she was like, no, we've had classes together. I remember you. I oh, like, no. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. Awkward. But, yeah, so we had a mutual friend that kind of, like, said you guys should hang out while you're there and like talk about things before you go so Mm -hmm. we exchanged numbers and before we went like I would text her questions like hey Josie are you bringing like xyz things to Mm -hmm. study abroad and like kind of um exchange texts that way and just kind of like talk about what we were nervous about or like looking forward to before Mm -hmm. which really helped um going into it Mm-hmm. We lived in different neighborhoods in the Dominican Republic, so okay. that was kind of nice that, like, we weren't right next to each other, but we mm-hmm. still, like, were able to be together in the experience and, like, kind of um, talk about what was happening. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah. And what has your experience been like 
now that you're back at St. Norbert, I know it's been like basically a year, mm -hmm. um, but what was that transition like? Um, I think it was a difficult transition at first. Um, I didn't do a lot of homework in the Dominican Republic, mm -hmm. just based on how their classes are set up. It's more like papers at the end or projects, and that was different from what I was going through in the first semester, and now here in second semester. Oh, my friends graduated. Oh. <laughs> yeah. That's really hard. I know. Because then, did you miss their graduation as well? No, so I was able to come back for graduation. Oh, actually, I remember yeah, that now. At yeah, St. Norbert in mm -hmm. the spring. Um, yeah, it was, yeah, it was a big transition between the spring and fall just because a lot of my friends moved off campus and I was going to be living with a different group of friends mm -hmm. and kind of like everything was new for me. Um, mm -hmm. So it was kind of like navigating that while also dealing with all the feelings of coming back home mm -hmm. and also there was that large snowstorm the week I got back oh so, no yeah. you got back during that yeah. April snowstorm I went from like 80 degree weather to like snow <laughs> and I was not okay with it um, <laughs> yeah it was it was a big transition anything else any story or person that impacted you mm. one fun thing was there's, there was another student in my study abroad program who goes to school in Minnesota and is from Minnesota. Mm -hmm. So we have like kind of connected since coming back. Mm -hmm. um, we've like hung out over the summer, which really helped with my transition back home. Okay, so we were yeah. able to like meet up and see each other and like talk about what, like what we were doing now and like reminisce. Mm -hmm. um, I think it's also funny that we had to like go to this island and study abroad in order to like meet each other. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah. <laughs> I thought it was funny. Yeah, no, things are neat like that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Alrighty. Well, thank you so much for sitting and chatting with me today. Yeah, thank you. I was glad to hear about your experience. Yeah, happy to share. What happens abroad stays abroad unless you talk it out. If you're interested in sharing your story, contact us at studyabroad at snc.edu.